All right, welcome back. This is August 31st. This is, uh, recording is for American History. Uh, this one is going to be kind of a continuation. We talked about the new immigrants from last week. Uh, this week, we're going to jump ahead and we're going to look at a nation of cities that is going out there. So with that, this nation of cities, we're going to learn that Americans are going to start moving away from the country and they're going to start moving into cities like Toledo, like Cleveland, like Detroit, all these places. They're going to move in. This process is called urbanization. And with urbanization, what that means is it's basically this moving into close uh, range cities. This happened a lot in the Midwest as compared to other places because factories are starting to go up. And people are literally going to move. And they want to be closer to work. We don't really have cars yet. We don't have any of these other things going on. So you need to be close to where you work. It's one thing when you worked on a farm, you kind of stayed on the farm. Now you're going to kind of switch the way in which, it's, in which we do things. All right, so the city life is also a place for people who are immigrants to come. But not only that, they're people for people who don't want to be in the farms. People who don't want to feel be in the in in uh, in those farms. They want to move to an opportunity for them to kind of see and get an expansion. All right, it's the reason why it's big for immigrants is simple. You get off the boat either in San Francisco or New York. Those are cities in itself. You're usually gonna stay close to where you already are. The reason why it's big for farmers is that it was an opportunity. It changed the opportunity as to where we were. It, all right, so if you lived in a farm, on a farm, if your farm didn't do well, there wasn't a guaranteed paycheck. If you worked somewhere else, now we're talking more guarantees. Now we're talking uh, ways in which we want to kind of make our population better and make our, our world a little bit better. Uh, so just kind of a little bit of thoughts on those is that it was a way to make, to make it differently. It was a way to live the American dream, which is that you want to do better than your father did or your mother did. You want to keep pushing for that uh, goal and that ideal. And with that, it, our country started to shift. So in 1860, only 20% of our country lived in an urban population. Just 60 years later, it was a 50-50 split between urban and rural. And just like that, we had slowly done some things that allowed more people to move to the city. And the biggest thing that we did was that we improved our technology. As technology continues to improve throughout the world, uh, city life becomes more of a, becomes more of a thing. Uh, the first thing that happened is engineers were able to use steel to build upwards. So we used to have to build out. Now we can build up. We can build these skyscrapers. And these skyscrapers can be apartment buildings. They can be office buildings. They can be whatever we need them to be. But let's change something else on that. Because there is something else we need in order to make these skyscrapers work. We need to be able to get to the top without having to walk 80 flights of steps. So a guy named Elijah Otis, he's going to be the first person to really develop the first truly working safety elevator that is not going to fail and is, and is not going to have that many problems. All of a sudden now I can get to the 80th floor in just a couple minutes as compared to a couple hours possibly if I have to walk all those steps. Also later on improved, we're gonna improve things like how safe is it to live in a building like this? We're gonna change the standards that we need to look at to pay attention to those things. The next thing that's gonna help big is 
we're gonna get electricity. And when we get electricity, that allows us to obviously have lights and things like that. But it's little things that we don't think about, like streetcars that are powered by overhead electrical cables, like you saw in San Francisco, like you see in Richmond, Virginia. And that allows people to move around within the city really easily. So now not only do I, can I go up in the sky as to where I live, but I can get from place to place a lot easier than I used to. I can get you all around the town, so I don't need to be kind of only living in one in one area just to make things happen. The steam engines that they used to have were slow and unreliable. The, tr the horses, not 100% guaranteed, but these electric cable cars allow us to, now we can expand up and we can expand out as well. And as we expand out, it changes the way in which, you know, we kind of create things. And these people, new jobs are developed and it's these jobs that are developed are city planners. And big famous one is a guy named Fre Frederick Law Olmsted. And what he did was he designed parks to go in the middle of your cities and nice architecture to go in the middle of your cities so that people want to come in. So we're gonna make downtown look as nice and beautiful and organic as possible so people want to be there. That was all well and good. It made, you know, he's the guy who actually developed Central Park and things of that nature. There's parks like that in Detroit and Washington, D.C., even all the way out in California. They took that idea and they ran with it. And those ideas are great and wonderful. But the part that is the most important to understand, living in the city was not always good. It created a ton of social issues. One, as more people moved in, there wasn't enough spaces for everybody. So a lot of them worked in the, or lived, excuse me, in these developments called tenements. And those tenements were low house, low cost, multifamily housing projects to basically work in. Uh, it was one apartment, several families living in there. There was not good sanitation. There was not good, uh, pretty much anything. There was no such thing as a respectable tenant. It was dirty. And because it was dirty, it led to a huge public health crisis. Uh, unpaved streets led to a lot of other problems. The, also with the unpaved streets, they were filled with trash and food waste and human waste. Any toilets that were in a tenement were usually overflowing if they were lucky enough to have indoor toilets. Uh, basically, when you have all this dirt and filth living in one area, it it's a breeding ground for bacteria. Cholera was big and it's gonna kill hundreds of thousands in the 1800s and cholera spread through drinking contaminated water, which was all over the place. Governments and city planners had to do something to change this living because it wasn't okay. And as they attempt to change the sanitation systems with the public health, it, some of it moved too slow. And as it moved too slow, they ran out of thing. They ran out of time and people lost their life. The next big issue that comes is just safety. You put a lot of people together in a small place and you're talking about a lot of crime, a lot of fires, and a lot of conflict between people. Uh, open fireplaces, which were mostly used to heat your houses, uh, started a fire in Chicago in 1871 that uh, killed between 200 to 300 people. 
and it also left 100,000 people homeless. The Great Chicago Fire almost destroyed what is today an American icon of a city. Uh, at night, you had factory workers running back and forth from home into, into their house and everything like that who weren't the most tame people and they didn't have enough police to control any of it. And as you didn't have this, this police to control anything, crime went crazy. So the next big thing that America has to figure out is that, all right, if we're gonna move to the city, how are we gonna control the city at least a little bit? That's gonna be all for this time. Next time we're gonna look at the new way of life. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. All that helps me out a lot so that I know where you guys sit with this podcast. And I know if you're listening, this is a way to help you. Please take advantage of the fact that I'm taking this time uh, three times a week to make sure that I have these conversations with you. Have a great rest of your day.